dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well, as I'm doing well. Uh, well, you know what? I'm, I'm doing my due diligence because I'm not going to get any role-playing for a while, so... I decided to work on my reviews and work on my working on campaign. I'm slowly coming around to D20, uh, roll 20 rather. And, you know, if I got to do it, I got to do it. So I've been diving into that somewhat and trying to set something up for an Astonishing Swordsman game. And today, today, we're diving back into the featured game astonishing swordsman sorcerers of hyperborea because hey it's role-playing because role-playing because that's the thing i am i'm doing right now and i'm not i'm just sort of giving you an overview of it so you can check it out if you haven't or appreciate it more if you have because i'm always going through and finding stuff i don't know if i always find stuff but if i find stuff that i didn't know about and it works i will tell you about it even if it doesn't work i'll tell you about it what the hey so, we will talk more about that after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. Today we're going to talk monsters. We're going to go through the bestiary. And that is on page 289, starting there. Okay. One thing I got to say, because everybody mentions this about this game. Everybody praises this game to high heaven, and I'm glad they do, because I I do so myself, but the one thing that everybody comes down on, Jeff, in this game about is no index. Now, this is one of those things where it's a case of them saying, oh, wait, we'll just, we divided this into six quote-unquote books, giant chapters, so we'll give them a master table of contents so they can find what chapter they're looking for, and then after, before each chapter, we'll give them a detailed table of contents. That doesn't always cut it. And so people have given it points off for that. But you know what? I understand why they didn't do it. I understand because this book is clocks in at about 660 pages. And putting a comprehensive index like that in it, uh, it's that'd make it a little too unwieldy. Even though I do have a book that's bigger than that, I have, I have the, I have a, a <laughs> I have the the blight, yes, from Frog Guy, which is bigger than that actually. But at the same time, he didn't want to add another, oh, I don't know, ten pages to this, and I don't blame him really. But then again, you know, is it is it better to do it at the end of the book or just you know do it chapter by chapter, or just put an index at the end of the book? Who knows? Probably everybody would have preferred an index. So I'm just going to leave it there. I'm not going to get into that argument anymore. It is what it is. So I can find stuff easily. So And and the PDF is bookmarked real well. So I'm not going to argue too much. I'm not going to argue at all about that. 
Okay, beast and monster statistics in the bestiary. Now, this has your standard format. It's got number encountered, alignment, size, movement, dexterity, armor class, hit dice, attack rate, damage, saving throw, and uh, what else? Morale and the e the EP XP you get, experience points you get for killing the critter or subduing the critter or whatever. So that's that's pretty pretty comprehensive. Not too comprehensive on the par with first edition AD&D, which means that you can take any other monster from any other game system that's a class at level system like this and plop it into Astonishing Swordsman and it'll work. So that's a good thing. They also have what they call a treasure class and it goes A B C D E F whatever in the treasure section so you know what kind of treasure would be in their lair normally or something like that and it gives you experience it also gives you charts for experience points for monsters so you can adjust on the fly even though every monster gets an experience points total but if you have monsters like you know something coming something that came up uh Something that came up that you created or something. You can add, You can. it goes by hit dice and the base XP value and also special abilities. What adds to it, minor special abilities, major special abilities. Boom, there you go. Helps you create the monsters. Also gives you an XP chart for non-player characters. So, and you can do it if you're, if they're a leveled character, you can do it by level. And, of course, the treasure class, as I've, I've talked to. They also have, the, in the description, it's special. What I like about these monsters is the way they write it up. I told you about the stats here. But then it does a write-up. And then it does bullet, if they have special abilities, they do bullet points. And that, to me, is a lot easier to follow than trying to, than trying to find out. Exactly. I mean, yeah, you can put it in. You know, you, you can list it in the stat section, which they don't do. And I'm actually glad they don't because the bullet point works out better. Or some people just put it in the text, which is like, drives me crazy. And it's like, I don't, have to, I don't have to read through this text to find out exactly what it does for special abilities. Thank you very much. And I'm just going to go through this here. You know, this, this got a lot of, a lot of the usual suspects goblinoids and but i don't think they have orcs per se they have something like orcs you know here's the beard be hair uh cyclops which is separate from a giant and i believe they are they're they're kind of to me i always thought of them a giant kin and a big section on you know all kinds of demons it's even got and it's in the, the lovecraftian influence you can see here because it's got the great race of yith it's got the old ones under demons, it's got Brown Jenkin, a Brown Jenkin, which is this little demon that looks like a rat with a humanoid face, and it just that that that's cool. <laughs> and they do do some listings, like they group some things like dog, and this covers also a sled dog, a hunting dog, a war dog, a blink dog. And a wild dog, like a jackal or something. And it does reference things like Dire Wolf, see page 413, Beasts and Monsters, W. Wolf. 
So they've got a little more organization here. It does go alphabetically for most for the most part. Uh, they've got some interesting things in here. Ice mummies. Hmm. Of course, the Minotaurs, and here are the uh, the Mego, the fungi from Goth. Now, as I've said before, if you're doing a Howardian type campaign or a Lynn Carter or a or a those kind of campaigns, if you have terrors from beyond the stars like Mego or the Great Race or something like that. Usually, nine times out of ten, they do have a fear mechanic in this game, but nine times out of ten, the heroes are going to, like, oh, it's another giant monster to kill, because these things have fallen out of the stars so many times. They're used to it. Let me put it that way. They're used to seeing weird stuff, and all I can see is, oh, it's something i got to kill. And so, there's that. Uh, they've got some interesting different things in here, like... Under camel, you have the regular bacterian and dromedary camel, but you have a leaper camel, which for all intents and purposes is those, uh, oh, what the heck are they called, from uh, Empire Strikes Back on Hoth, those critters they ride. Can't remember their name. I always end up calling them the wrong name anyway. But it's those. And automaton, the automatons are basically golems. So they, they renamed a few things and it's got a few, it's got a few things like robot. It's even got like, I believe robots in here are, or, or androids or something just because you add, if you add the, if you add the, uh, the sci sci-fi fantasy type thing. And if you add that to it, then you get that. They got a wonderful picture of a zombie here. With a ray gun. <laughs> but like I've, I've told you before, there it is. Zombie. He's got he's he's got a helmet. Looks like he's smoking a cigar. And he's got some kind of automatic weapon. So, yeah, those kind of things are thrown in willy-nilly sometimes. More willy than nilly. And it's just, it's you've got a lot of great stuff here and stuff you do not see every day. Or if you see it, it's put in another context, which is really, really nice. Anyway. And in the back, they have a section on summoned animals and charges, charts, I should say, summoned beasts and monsters, charts for to summon a familiar. And... Monster summoning for monster summoning beast and monster encounters in Hyperborea. They got monster summoning one, two, three, and four. What you would summon, and then there's encounter tables for for monsters, and that's the end of the chapter. So, okay, we will continue with more uh, Hyperborean goodness in the next episode. So I'm just gonna go start my day. So if you guys like this want to talk about it oldmangrognargmail.com or you can drop a voicemail on anchor we are monetized so as little as 99 cents a month you too can help support this program and i would thank you thanks again jonathan oliver gilbert juan carlos daniel dan benjamin jason and john allen thanks guys you guys really make my day and don't forget Dan Gregg's The Young Grognard Podcast. That's Y-U-N-G Grognard Podcast. Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast. Big John Allen Larges' The Red Dice Diaries. And my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat Podcast. So, 
Until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.